This is the Date Night Podcast with Amber and Kurt. Hey, Amber. Hey, Kurt. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? You're okay. I'm okay. Why just okay? Uh, I feel like I've got a lot on my plate, so I'm a little... Little nerve, little, little overwhelmed. A little overwhelmed. A little overwhelmed, but it's we're 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 getting through it, one a little bit at a time. Okay. How are you? Uh, wh- why do you want to say why you're overwhelmed? Uh, I'm just planning a community event that is Saturday, so that's just a little, little overwhelming, but. And the community event is a rally. To try oh, to save. Stop. No, stop. You're trying to save the. Uh, Hornbilled platypus? Yes. Yeah. Is, no. Am I right? No. Okay. No. Well, I tried. Yes, anyway. You tried. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Uh, we're we're in a different location again. Yeah, we're back. We're back on the patio. We're back on the patio. It's a little windy for the fire pit. Yes. But it's such a nice night. It is a very nice night. This is these are the top ten Iowa summer nights. These are some nice summer nights. Yep. This is why people live in Iowa. Nights like this. Okay. Is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. It's Iowa. Um, yeah. So we're outside. Uh, we're kind of outside. We're in a yeah. screened-in porch. Yeah. I am aware of the sounds. It's probably yes. going to sound weird again. So thanks, audience, for bearing with us. It's just too nice to be in a dungeon of a basement. Yeah, yeah. Normally we record in our dungeon basement room with no windows or no ambient light. Yeah. Which is fine in the winter, but right. we don't want to be there right now. No, it's way too nice. So, Amber, I want to tell you about a story. Oh, boy. About a man in Connecticut. Uh, he's actually a bus driver. He's a city bus driver. He's a public servant. Okay, okay. Uh, however... He, he was recently charged with not one, not two, but 38 counts of reckless endangerment. What? A, a city bus driver was charged with 38 counts of reckless endangerment. Um, I, I kind of want... I, I want you to guess some things. Is, is this all one incident or multiple? This is all one incident. Okay. What, what do you... Th- if... If I said to you, a bus driver just got charged with 38 counts of reckless endangerment, which I just told you, what would you imagine said bus driver would have to do to get 38 counts of reckless endangerment? I feel like he's uh, hopping curbs to get his bus route done. Like Keanu Reeves speed style? Yeah. Like, like Sandra Bullock? Like, got to get... Got to get out your route on time. The traffic jam. We're we're hopping curves here. Driving on the sidewalk, right? Driving wherever we can get this bus to fit. Uh, that'd be a good guess, but you'd be wrong. Oh. Um, oh. Instead, I mean, that's a good guess. If I was going to be a bus driver, that's what I'd do too. <laughs> you got you got to schedule to keep here, people. Uh, no. Maybe this is why I'm not a bus driver. Yeah. He he was found um, with people on the bus. On the side of a highway, um, highway or interstate, I don't remember which. I think it might have been like a, like a freeway. Okay. Um, and, sorry, there's a car in the background. I don't know if the people just heard it, but Amber, you know that YouTube video where there's a guy on a scooter with a trombone? Yes. Yes. It sounded like that. <laughs> it sounded like a trombone. Anyway. 
Anyway. So he was found, the bus driver was found on the bus, slunched, slumped over the steering wheel, blacked out. Oh. He had pulled over and blacked out. Um, if I well, told you a good. bus driver blacked out, not, not, not for health reasons. Oh. Um, I mean, obviously for health reasons, but not for natural health reasons. What comes to your mind? What, what would cause one to slump over the steering wheel and black out? He was on some form of substance. Correct. Do you want to be a little more specific? Well, it's either alcohol or drugs. Okay, pick one. Oh, let's go drugs. He was on a drug, yes. Uh, what, you know, this is a silly news segment. What, what do you imagine might be silly enough for me to, to, what, what vehicle for drugs might be silly enough for me to bring it to you today? He wasn't a drug mule and had it stuck somewhere, did he? No. No. <laughs> okay. Gross. I just, I, Listeners, I'm said, so sorry for my you, wife. You said. Oh. I'm so sorry for my wife. Listeners. Oh. He, um, he had tremendously high amounts of THC in his system. Okay. Which is found in marijuana. Uh-huh. He basically overdosed himself on gummies. On cannabis gummies. On gummies. And the most funny part of it all, no one got hurt, right? Uh -huh. I'll say that uh -huh. first, no one got hurt. But the most funny part of it all is he thought he was just eating gummy snacks. I'm just, mm. you know, I'm, I'm just, gonna, I don't believe it. But, no. Um, but the statement, the quote in the article was like, I just thought I was having some fruit snacks. <laughs> uh. I'm just enjoying my fruit snack. Got my Welch's. Your, I mean, I'm your, sure the label had some sort of cannabis well, I mean, leaf it's on it. It's not like you just go to Walmart and buy these fruit right. snacks. Well, in Connecticut, you might be. I mean, I don't know what the laws. I don't know what this what the cannabis laws in Connecticut are. But, but I. But even still, like you, I you can't have believe. to show probably some form of identification to get. I mean, even probably. if it's illegal. That's a great point. You still have to provide some form of. I mean, I mean, wouldn't you imagine? You think? Yeah, that's a great point. And wouldn't you imagine that there would be marijuana leaves all over the packaging of this thing? I mean, at <laughs> minimum, it would say THC on it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, these um, aren't like the Tide Pod challenges where it's like, no. oh, I don't know if these are good for me. I I just really love the idea of somebody sitting in his bus on the job, just taking a lunch break, just having some just some just having some fruit snacks, and then all of a sudden, snacks. man, I am having all of a sudden like I'm feeling good. Oh, nope, THC. This, these are marijuana THC. gummies. So I have a lot more questions. We don't have time. I, I want to know, like, of the, I'm assuming the 38 charges of reckless endangerment are 38 people. People. Must have been 38 people. I want to know what the 38 people did. Like, did the 38 people I mean, at some just point they, sit on the bus? Right. Like, at some point they go, we're pulling over. Why are we pulling right. over? I, I'd imagine one of them called the police. But but did they all stay on the bus? Did someone try to open the door? Do you, do you just like, hey, I guess we're here together. Like, do you just chill on the bus? Right, like or? you you see your bus driver slumped over and do nothing. I, I'll tell you what I'm going to do in that situation. I'm going to I'm going to pull him out of the seat and I'm driving that thing and I'm jumping a bridge because <laughs> there might be a bomb on the bus. Like you got to make you got to maintain speed. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah. Amber, um, I don't know if you knew it or not, but that happened. 
So here we are. Here we are. Still on the porch. Yeah. It's fitting that we're sitting out here tonight. Yeah. With our topic. With our topic. Yes. Um, we we want to talk a little bit, you and I, Amber, about the differences in our experiences in the places that we've lived. Yes. Specifically, the differences that come from size. Yes, not necessarily geographical location. Right. More of the size of the towns and cities in the, which we lived. Yeah, the population. The population, yes. We, we've we not lived... We're going to share just a little... We'll share a little bit where we grew up and what our mm-hmm. experiences have been over the course of our whole lives, just briefly. But but we we haven't lived a ton of places, but, but we've lived a handful of places and mm-hmm. all pretty different. Yeah. Yes. Um, we've, I feel like we've hit the, the gamut. We have hit the gamut. Um, mm-hmm. So we want to process together just a little bit some pros and cons of living in a big city versus rural, small town versus medium. And then maybe yeah. just wonder wonder where we hope to go from here. Yeah. So, you know, we have been asked this question before about living you know the difference between living small town versus bigger town bigger city um yeah we've been asked this from people who've lived in the city and from people who've lived in small town but have not done the opposite right and and i don't know maybe your experience is different but i always notice when when we lived in a city and people said what do you think of the city it's always in this like oh you definitely love the city more right right um, and then in small town when people say what do you think of small town it's like well you definitely love small town right and, yeah. and i don't think they're making any meaning of it i think it's generally like a, hey we like it yeah I, I hope you like it too i think sometimes um from the questions i get it's more of like oh you probably like when we lived in the city it was always oh you love the city yeah but when you live in small town i get it sometimes the oh you probably miss the city like you probably don't like small town you miss the city yeah type so i i mean i've gotten both okay so let's let's do this how about just a couple minutes a couple sentences amber where where did you grow up where have you lived not stop stop at our wedding <laughs> Stop it, everybody. Um, so I grew up um, in the country, not on a farm. Um, my grandpa farmed for a while um, and lived just you know quarter mile away. Um, but but I lived in the country. Um, again, not a farm girl. No, no livestock. No acre. You don't know like planting acreage type of stuff. We had, we had some acreage, but um, it was not for crops. Right. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, I I lived there pretty much until we were married. Um. When I got out of college, I lived for part time. <laughs> Um, with my sister in a bigger city, um, but that's the hospital in which I was working at. Um, yeah, I would I would stay with my sister when I worked. I worked 12-hour shifts, so I would work, you know, like a weekend 
and then I'd be off for three or four days. So then I would go back home to my parents um, in the country. So, so at that time, I was kind of, I guess you would say exposed to living in the city, although it was just kind of dabbling because it wasn't on a regular basis. Yeah. So. And you, you were just kind of sleeping there. Sleeping and yeah, working there. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. 12-hour nights, so you, you just kind of crash. and. Yeah, you weren't really, like, hanging out. And yeah, you just, you just a little bit, but yeah. for the most part, it was just it was just so I didn't have to drive the hour back home every time I worked. Yep. So, yeah. So, well, thanks. Yeah. So I grew up in a different setting. I grew up in a town of about 5,000 people. Um, on the river, on the Mississippi River, mm-hmm. um, and it—I wouldn't call it rural by any means, but I would call it small town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That there was a city of like thirty thousand people right across the Mississippi that we would go shop in. So, so because that town was across the river, the town I lived in didn't have a lot of stuff, so it felt small. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when I was a kid. I lived in the same house. My parents, we never moved. My parents, mm-hmm. we lived in the same house. So yep. when I was a kid, we lived on a dead-end road. And, and our house was the last house on the road. And the road ended at our driveway. And the 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 one side then of our house on the dead-end side was a field. Which is totally crazy when I think about, like, the changes that happened up yeah. around your parents' house. Because when I met you, it was not that was not no, the case. No, it, it's, so it's it's since been developed. Yeah, it's crazy to to see the pictures and hear you guys talk about. Yep. What that was like. Yep. So and and when I say fe- it was a hay field, mm-hmm. it was not a like crop field. Mm-hmm. So so we spent a lot of time playing on hay bales, right? Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. So. W- I by no means grew up in the country, <laughs> but th- there was a bit of a feel of like, oh, there is a field right next door that allowed a lot of freedom mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that that maybe, you know, living in town didn't afford us. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So our dog is trying to get in our porch that doesn't have a door. Uh, so Amber's going to take off her mic. Can I can I tell where we, what yeah. we get how we got married? where we lived not how we got married so then amber and i got married um we lived together in a small uh i would call it a bedroom community of the quad cities um the quad cities if you're not familiar the quad cities metro area all the quad cities combined is like 250,000 people roughly so it's not big but it was it's big to us um it feels big you know to a lot of people the quad cities feel big Amber's back, by the way. The dog is inside. I'm back. Um, so I was just saying, Amber, we lived in a like a bedroom community to the Quad Cities. Uh-huh. Quad Cities isn't big by like Minneapolis, Chicago terms. Right, right. But it, it was big. It's big for the area. Right. And people where we live now would say it was big. Right. Because it's, it's essentially three cities. Five cities. Or <laughs> three cities. Oh, boy. Yes. Not uh, four cities. Five, five cities, cities. Five cities put together. Like, yeah. really very close. So we lived in, I guess you could call it a suburb. Yeah. Initially. Yeah. It's a bedroom community where people sleep in this bedroom community and then work in the Quad Cities. Right. Primarily just housing, not necessarily industry. Yeah. You commute. People yep. commute every day. 
Um, so that was our first experience, sort of a, I mean, I guess it's as much of a suburb as you can get. It's the yeah. Yeah. come in, come out feel. Th- then we moved to a, a, a small town about a half an hour north of the Quad Cities um, that was, again, about 5,000 people, but was pretty self-contained. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely a, a town that um, worked really hard at maximizing their location. So they, they were close enough to the Quad Cities to... Uh, Sorry, I gotta adjust my mic since I had to take it off. Um, close enough to the Quad Cities to not have to uh, have like huge department stores, right? But they they made it. They they worked re- their their chamber worked really hard to have the essentials. Yeah. In town, so you know there was a grocery store. So like there was there was a a demographic in that town that were an older generation um and that that town allow had built itself to allow people they wouldn't necessarily have to leave this town for anything for groceries or you know so it was a it was a quieter town the traffic was a lot calmer um but it still had some really nice places to eat and, you know, just little little boutique type shops and, you know, kind of all the little basic necessities that would allow people to stay in that town yep. for more than just, oh, I sleep here and then I go to work somewhere else. Yeah, people very much liked being in that town. Yes. Yeah. People that lived there liked living, like living there. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a place that people were moving to just find a place to live. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very positively seen town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Had a good mm-hmm. vibe. Big school, a lot of industry. Had a, had a good school system. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was pretty agricultural, but we, I mean, it's surrounded by farmland. Right. And FFA is big and 4-H is big. Right. But, but I mean, they had the county fair. County fair. In that town, so. But it was... Yeah, I don't know that I ever feel like, oh, that was a farm town. There was so much right. going on. Right, right. So so we were there for a little bit, and then we went to the Quad Cities mm-hmm. and lived in, in one of the Quad Cities. In one of the cities, yeah. Um, I wouldn't call it like, I mean, I guess it's considered the metro area, but we were in a subdivision. I mean, we were, right. we were in a housing part of the right. city. We weren't, right. we we weren't, weren't like downtown. In, right, yeah. But we were within the metro area. Right. Um, yeah. Again, Quad Cities is roughly 250,000 people. Um, yeah, and, and we, we were there. We were on a pretty busy road. I yeah. mean, again, it, it was a two-lane road, but it was a through. Right. It, was a, it was one of the few through roads in that neighborhood. Yeah. In that kind of general neighborhood. Yeah. So we got a, a bit more traffic yeah. on our road than some of the roads around us that were not. And now we live in a small rural town. And now we live in a very small rural town, yeah. Uh, of 600 people. Right. Um, very agricultural, very rural, very um, very different. Yeah. Uh, very, yeah, small it's, rural Midwest. Yeah, it, it reminds me a lot of the town. So when I was growing up in the country, the town that I went 
to school in um, through junior high yeah. was a town very similar to where we're at. Yeah. You, you can pick any small town Midwest yeah. place and it's yep. going to be just like this. Yep. Legit small town. Legit small town. Yep. Yeah. So that's a little history. Yes. I, I want to ask, what what are the pros and cons? We've we've done the mid-size community we've done the big community we've mm-hmm. done we're doing the small yeah w- what what have you noticed what have you liked let's start there what have you liked about the places that, that what are the pros of all the places that we've lived um so I'll, I'll start with with actually being in you know the metro quad cities I mean, there was a lot to do like mm-hmm. you you didn't have to wonder if there would be things to do, whether it's restaurants, stores, um, like 5Ks, 10Ks, you know, a lot of races. Yeah, good point. Um, good point. Parks, like, um, you know, we, we enjoy mountain biking, and so there were a lot of parks to do that. And, um, yeah, so there's always, always things to do. Um, and fairly quick access to those things. Um, some of it, you know, like you drive 20 minutes and you're just on the other side of the Quad Cities. But, you know, there, you know, there was the minor league baseball team and, yeah, the colleges river. and the river. And, yeah, just different theaters and things to do. Um the the kind of mid-sized town that we were in um was nice because it was big enough to have some of the amenities of you know restaurants and little grocery store and and boutique shops but it was small enough that that i could walk with the kids so you know we would walk to the library we could walk to and it wasn't like miles (laughs) that you know and crossing super busy streets and so it was nice to be able to just walk with the kids to the library or walk to the ice cream store or walk to the the different parks that were around town. Um, so, yeah. Remember the theater? Yeah, like it was this just old theater that five bucks got you in. And five bucks. Like the popcorn was 25, 50 cents? It was less than a dollar. Yeah, because for a dollar you could get like popcorn and a pop. Yep. Yeah. Like seven bucks you could get popcorn pop in a movie. Yeah. Like, I think we all went, got popcorn pop in a movie for, I think four of us got in for like 20 bucks. It was right at 20 bucks. Yeah. 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 And, and that, that particular town, the chamber was really good about doing a lot of family friendly uh, events throughout the summer. There were festivals, there were, you know, like they had a band, they built a band shell while we were there and had... You know, one night a week they would have music, in, you know, live music. And it was all walking distance and it was all, yeah. So, so you know, that's something. And, and like that particular town was close enough mm-hmm. to bigger like cities where the department stores were, you know, yeah. that you could run there real quick, you yeah. know. Almost quicker than we could get across the Quad Cities. Yes. Yeah. yeah you could get to kind of the big stuff pretty quick so yeah and and then uh going to the 
you know, kind of where we are now, that small town, like we were talking of the freedom that this small town allows us to give the kids. It is not freedom that I don't know if they ever would have had this type of freedom yeah. in the Quad Cities. Yeah. Um, and even in the, in that midtown, I, it's hard to say, but allowing the kids just to hop on their bikes to go across town to their buddies or even, you know, up the couple blocks to the library or, um, you know, over to the pool and, you know, that just allowing them to have a little bit of freedom and a little bit of responsibility of, of the freedom that comes with that. So, yeah, yeah, there's, there's perks to all of it for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Is anything? Yeah. I mean, I'd echo a lot of that stuff. Um, you know, I, I, I think what always stands out to me, I'll start with the mid-size place. I, I think that's, I think it's maybe been my favorite. And I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if there's something there of like that was our first house. You yeah, know, there like, was a lot there's of some there's, nostalgia. There's a lot of nostalgia um, in that. But, town. but but I, I said it before. Like, very few people that lived there weren't like on board with that place being great, right? Very yeah. few people didn't want that place to be awesome. That yeah, they really did have a lot of community buy-in yeah. into that community. And and a lot of great people doing a lot of great things. And yeah. uh yeah, I, I think you talked about big city always having stuff to do. It always felt like in that mid sized town there was always something to do. There there really was. Yeah. There really was. So so I, I think that was my kinda like like just the just the mentality and the attitude of the the people in the town mm -hmm. and the town itself. It just always felt like it was going somewhere always yeah. felt positive yeah the people living there wanted to live there yeah and, and i'm yeah. sure that there were people that i'm sure there were people that didn't want it. like I'm, uh, yes it's of not course. a of perfect course. picture right but right. but maybe more so than any place we've lived it just seemed like there was an overwhelming positive view of their town yeah and when yeah. people have positive views of their town that leads to things right right, right. so i think that's what i liked about the mid I, I guess maybe that's more specifically about that town but yeah, the, the mid-size of, like, there's stuff to do. There's not all the stuff to do. Right. But there's some stuff to do. Yeah, you, you have to plan a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's not nothing. It's not, but it's not like, oh, it's Friday night. What are we going to do? Right. Yeah. There's not a ton of food to eat, but there is food to eat. Right? So, like, it's, yeah, it's sort you of this have, middle. Yeah, you don't have five coffee shops to choose from. Yeah. You have... You have one. One, maybe two. Right. You know. You have one pizza place to you've choose got from. Your pizza place, you've got your ice cream place. Yep. You've got um, the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> yep. You know, like your your yep. fast food. And that's about it. And that's about it. So so I, I think I think I liked that of like, yeah, there's stuff here, but not too much. Mm -hmm. Not too much that it gets busy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, small enough to yeah be out and about with kids but not so small that there's nothing there yeah um quad cities i i did like just the stuff to do right, right. there was so much to do and we just didn't even do half of what we could have done right um but just having the options for everything yep recreation food clothing stores the yep. whole nine yards right yep. um yeah in small town I, I think i'd echo that the freedom like our kids it's really great 
and honestly like we sit out here by our fire pit or in this patio and it's just quiet right yeah it's just quiet you don't have a a ton of traffic just right you know and we can see by. the stars yeah like there's something sure. there's something about you know we had a patio in bettendorf that we, i just said the town I, we had, we weren't going to share the city names but uh we had a patio on our house in the quad cities and we never sat on it because very rarely you couldn't see the stars there's trees all around hanging over everything and light pollution right right and here we and it was a lot busier the, the streets that we lived near were a lot busier so it was a lot louder and yep noisy and a lot of light and yeah we can sit here and like see the stars mm-hmm. and and it's quiet and it's it's beautiful yeah yeah so i like that too on top of the freedom i, I like I, i'll say this too pace of life yeah um the pace of life in this small town is half of what it was in the yeah. cities. Yeah. And it's amazing. Yeah. It's it's nice to not have this like uh tension of like, oh goodness. Right. Gotta keep up, gotta keep up, gotta keep going, kept you know. Yep. Like you 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 almost felt like you it's not okay to sit at home and right. just relax. Like yeah. When there's a lot to do, you find a lot to do. Yeah. Right. So, so I think pace of life for me is the biggest thing that I like. I mean, we knew, we knew right away, like, oh, this is different. Yeah. Yeah. There's just not as much to fill the time with. Yeah. So, so we've, we've. If you, if you want to go somewhere, you have to be very intentional. Yes. Very planned out. Like you can't just spur the moment. Oh, I don't want to cook tonight. So we're just going to go out to eat. Right. You know. Like we're 20 you, minutes from stuff. Yeah, you can do that, but it's a little, there's still a little, an element of planning. So, you know, in some ways it forces you just to say, nope, we're just going to sit and it's okay. Because yeah, yeah. you don't feel like, oh, well, we, you know, should have done this activity or that activity. And it's like, no, we can just sit by the fire, relax on a, you know, nice yeah. summer night. Not to be nerdy, but, you know, from a, like spiritual practice side mm-hmm. I, what i notice is i i in my life have had a hard time like being reflective and yeah. slowing and you know just being yeah it's so much easier in this small town yes because yeah. you kind of just have to be yeah right you know yeah we're 20 20 25 minutes from anything mm-hmm. you know so yeah so those are my pros mm-hmm. um what about what about cons? Because we know there's no perfect place, right? There's no no perfect place. What what about small, mid, and big? Do you do you find to be the cons in in your experience? Not speaking right. for anybody, but you. Right. So, being a girl that grew up in the country, grew up with that like we sat you know we sat on the porch. We spent our days swimming in our own pool and it was just relaxed and, you know, you, you played with your siblings and that's all you did and you just stayed outside. When we lived in the Quad Cities, it was, it, there was just a lot of rushing and a lot of feeling tension of like, oh, need to have the kids do this, need to go do that, need to, you know, that pace of life. Yeah just increased um the fact like 
the kids when 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 you are in a big city like that your kids' friends are spread around a city yeah that they that you can't just have them hop on their bike and run and and ride to see their buddies right so there's there's a little bit of loss on that of like everything's got to be so coordinated because you can't just pop in and be like hey can you play today yeah. you know yeah so that that for me is is one of the bigger downfalls of of the city kind of life um yeah i yeah i think i think that's kind of the biggest thing for me on that yeah 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 i i think one of the cons for me of being in the city um yeah i mean i think it's a lot of the same stuff right mm -hmm. the 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 freedom and responsibility that we give our kids we could have never done that I, I remember telling our kids on their bikes you can go two driveways right you can go so we had one neighbor on the side on the the la like if you were standing in our picture window looking out towards the street the house to the left of us one one house and then the corner so our kids could ride to right. the corner couldn't turn the corner right and then they could go like two driveways the other right. way and i like they were younger but man like this was like 75 feet of sidewalk right that they got right right and, yeah um and and even in in the midtown before we left we were getting the kids to the point where they could go around the block yeah you know yeah. like we knew all we knew almost every one of the neighbors around yeah. the block yeah and the neighbors knew us so it was like okay you can go around the block yeah on your bikes and then yep yeah um yeah so so i think that's a big con um i think our kids would i mean obviously we're here now but i think our kids would have missed out on having the responsibility to know you know be home at this this time yeah you know look for cars and but you just we couldn't do that in the in the quad cities it was just mm -hmm. too busy um yeah i i think you know i said that what i liked about the small town before was the pace of life i think then the con for the big city has to be the pace of life yeah um, yeah it has to be you know every i mean we fell in this trap too like our our experience was you know it's pretty easy to hear a parent say well my kid is in this and this and this and start right. to feel like oh maybe my kids right i'm gonna i'm lacking as a parent I'm because lacking. my yeah. my kid is not in yep yeah all these different activities and it's interesting people in the small town we live in now the county that we live in now will will allude to like pace of life and having to keep up with other families and this and that and, yeah and and it's nothing like it's, it was in the concert right yeah it's definitely less for sure um yeah i i think too a con for the the bigger city is like like take going to the library for example you know mm the kiddos love to read yeah and so when we were in the in the quad cities it was either a five minute car ride or a 30 minute bike ride yeah yeah and and this 30 minute bike ride is not just going down like calm streets like right. we we're having to cross four lane like bigger very busy roads so it's like okay if we were doing the library like that was all morning yeah to ride yeah. there or or you have to hop in the car right and drive 
five minutes to go to the library, you know? Yeah. And, and so that was always a downfall. Like the library was a great, great library, had, you know, a lot of stuff for the, the kids, but just, I always miss just not being able to say, Hey, you know, kiddos, let's pop out of the library. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, let's be real. Traffic is awful. Yeah. Yeah. We, we lived near a, like a four lane road that kind of spanned a couple of the cities and the mm -hmm. quad cities and certain times of day, like is just mm -hmm. bumper to bumper i mean it's not like california freeway but right but right. It, you know you'd sit at a stoplight and you'd it would take you 15 minutes to get a couple miles right and yeah it's just and i i think it's all that pace of life is like then everybody's oh. in a hurry yep and you're yep. constantly like can i make this light right yeah. you're just the just mindset of like amping up everything go go mm -hmm. go yeah so Okay, what about small town? Well, you know, um, I sometimes sometimes I wonder if what I what I don't like about the small town is simply because I came we came from the Quad Cities to the small town. Yeah, yeah. To where it's like all of a sudden we have you know you have all of these options to all of a sudden you have nothing. Right. You you don't have the options. Um, and we knew that. Right, we knew that coming in, and so, but it's still a little adjustment. Harder than anticipated. Yeah, you don't, you don't quite think about all right. of the the little nuances of, <laughs> right. of like, oh, Sunday is pizza night, we would get pizza delivered. Well, you're not getting pizza delivered in a small town. No, no. So you know, just little things like that that you're like, oh, right, you know. So, I sometimes I wonder if we would have done this order in a little bit different order if we would have noticed some of the stuff as much yeah as as we do yeah i don't know you did not say one single con of what <laughs> small time i did <laughs> you said pizza night not getting pizza delivered Right, because, you know, I'm incredibly lazy. Um, <laughs> wow. I bet there's a different story to tell there. <laughs> You're probably right. No, um, I, uh, um, yeah, the, 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 in order to have options, you have to drive. Yeah. You know, you, you can't just quit grab a coffee. You can't just, oh, here, let's meet here for lunch you know type of thing like you have an option and that's it yeah yeah yep. sneeze oh you're gonna sneeze i'm gonna try not to oh that just let disgusting. it out let it out that'd be disgusting a friend of mine uh told me that oh sneezing, no 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 sneezing no releases endorphins <sighs> that are similar to something else i'm not gonna say what but if you want to google it you can similar don't, uh, Google. Don't know what. Don't Google it. I actually don't know if Google will bring it up. It might just be garbage. Anyway, side note: Are those all you want to say about the cons? Because we're not talking about this small town. No, it's just small towns in general. Yeah. Yeah. Our experience. Yeah, our experiences. Yeah. Yeah, I think you know, I think there is an element of like small towns. You can feel like you're. A, a, an outsider coming in, um, 
where you feel like everyone knows each other, but you don't know any of them. Um, and, and so you, you feel just kind of like on the outer, outer part of the circle. Yeah. Um, which can be hard. And again, it's, yeah. So because, you know, in the, in, in the bigger city, our experiences was the people who live there often had to be there for their job and the the bigger employers there moved their employees in their employees around a lot so there weren't a ton of oh we've been here our whole life yeah you know yeah. there was a lo- there's a lot of moving and yeah you know mixing yeah and so yeah there there is an element of like well we have to get to know our neighbors because we don't know anybody they don't know anybody the person across the street doesn't know anybody so you kind of have to choose into that yeah um so in some ways that's a little easier than in a small town where every you know it feels like everyone knows each other yeah and you know of course that's not always true but that's kind of the perception that you can feel coming in yeah 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 i I think i would echo the same con is it can feel uh, it's maybe been my experience that i've maybe felt like a like an outsider Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and i not maybe don't always know how to be an insider Mm -hmm. and i think there's some psychology of small town that gets it like what what it means to be us you know Mm -hmm. and like we we think he, the out the insiders think the outsider is in when X Y Z happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just not I've, I'm not versed in all that enough to know. <laughs> but yeah, right. I I think that would be maybe be my biggest con from my experience is it, it just it feels like um, my small town experience just it's it's a it's a it's a system that has multi generational families right long held relationships right. which are great right um, but like like you said i mean the the neighborhood we lived in the quad cities you know i think the people that lived there the most were like 15 years right and and there was we lived there for like almost 3 years and there was one house that had what three different people in it yeah like almost every year it would turn over whether mm-hmm. it was whether it was a a john deere slash industry or military right. um I mean, on our street alone, I think there, like, at one point there were three houses for sale. Yeah, yeah. At, at any given time. So, yep. yeah, they they just mixed a lot. Yeah. A lot, a lot. I think what you said is exactly right. If, if in that neighborhood, and we lived in a great neighborhood. Yeah. We, we had did. great neighbors. Yeah, we really liked that neighborhood. Um, but I think you hit it on the, uh, the nail on the head when you said if, if that neighborhood wanted relationships or wanted community they made you had to make it you had to make it nobody you know you're not going to grandma's for dinner you're not right you're not doing those there was there's maybe a sibling in the same area or you know mom and dad live 45 minutes out you know but for the most part it's not oh this whole block is our entire family yeah Yeah. so I i think what feels like a con can be like looking for those relationships in small towns where often those are pretty well established yeah you know so yeah the con of course of 
not having stuff available mm-hmm. you know every small town like we've <laughs> we've been around some small towns lately and we've driven through <laughs> some small towns lately or uh, been around some maybe more me than you but like <laughs> Like that are far more remote than our small town, mm-hmm. so I don't want to say too much of a con of not being close to things, but yeah, I think it is. I think there is something there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what what's your favorite of this? If you had to choose today, mm. where 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 do you want to live? Big town, big city, small town. Um, definitely not big city. Mm. Um, I, mm. I, I did not love living big town, big city. I didn't love it. Um, the mid-sized town that we were in, I loved. I, I don't know if I would love all mid-sized towns. True. Like, the, the experience we had with that one mid-sized town was wonderful. Wonderful. I, I wonder if that would be a very different experience in some of these other bigger towns, mid-sized towns. Yeah. So, with that being said, I would choose the small town. I, I like the small town. I like the calm. I like being able to sit out on my porch and hear the wind blow and just in the birds and you know like not have to hear a ton of traffic i mean we get some but just not not a ton yeah yeah what about you um i remembered two more cons of a small town okay um can i do this out of order sure Uh, no diversity sure very little diversity yeah the diversity is fewer less Uh, less less diversity of thought sure right yeah when we were in the big city like we did not you didn't have a choice but to be faced with diverse thought right sure um and uh the other con um animal smells (laughs) (laughs) that's a con i'm not sure that's small town no i think that's all small towns because if i remember correctly there was a city that we lived near that had an odor. True. That was corn. It was not animal. It wasn't the whole city, though. It doesn't matter. It was kind of. It doesn't matter. It's con. Uh, okay, so I, I don't know, Amber. I I don't know. <laughs> I remember we said so many times, we just don't love the city. Yeah. We just don't love it. We just mm-hmm. f- th- didn't feel like we like had a stake in it. Didn't mm-hmm. feel like we were... A Part. It's just a you're just a house, right? Right. right. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah, I, we said over and over, we just don't love it. Um, I mean, the city we lived in was something else too. Like, there's there's <laughs> a stigma attached to big cities too that can be developed with the people who live in the city, for yes. sure. Yes. And yeah, um, I I was thinking about. Um, like the festivals that we talked about in this mid-sized town that had the festivals that were in the city, the bigger city, you could go there and not see anyone you knew. Yeah. Which is sometimes good, but in like that mid-sized, like you 
you could go to a festival, you would see some people that you knew that you could talk to and interact with. And there would be a fair number that you didn't know. But it was this nice, like, oh, you feel like you're a part because you can go up and be like, oh, I know these people yeah, yeah. in this mid-sized town. Yep. As opposed to yeah. not knowing any of them. That's a good call. Yeah, I, I really don't know. I it, it would be hard for me to say that I want to go back to the fast-paced. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. boy, it would be hard. This The pace here is so nice. Yeah. But... But there is a part of me that, man, I just want Domino's pizza. <laughs> like, I want Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I want the things, right? Like, You want to be able to go there when you want to go there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, when I want the things, I want the things. Uh-huh. I, I don't know that I'm ready to say that I would give up the pace for them. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's the deal with all these conversations about where you live is... There's always a trade-off. Right. 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 There is no perfect place. Right. Right. There's always a downfall. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I do like Domino's. I know you do. And I do like Dunkin'. It's my favorite. And, and there's not a Dunkin' within three hours. It's true. Ro- woe is me. I, I'm crying for you. Don't cry for me, Argentina. <laughs> so, so here... <laughs> I don't know. I heard it in a movie once. Oh, okay. It's a Madonna movie. I don't yeah. know. Um, so here's the question. Um, I'm going to there's no way to answer this question, but it's a fun thought exercise for me. Uh, we, we will not stay here for the rest of our lives. Maybe. Presumably. We don't plan. We just roll with it. I... Unless the Lord says you're going to retire here, which is at least 40 years. I, boy, I don't imagine that will be the case. I imagine that there will be another move at some point in our future. If, if God said to you, Amber, hey, I want to call you to, to a different place. Where do you want me to call you to? Where do you where do you want to go? Not like specific city. What type do you want to go to? Big city? Do you want to go to a small town? Do you want to go, what, what do you what do you want to do? Where where are you going? I would go to small small to mid, but the mid would have to have some very specific things that I would look for. Such as such as like the festivals the. The movie theater, the like things be self-sustaining, but still have the options of nearby towns to choose from. Um, but otherwise I would go small town. I would go small town. As, a, as someone who's, who's a little more of an introvert. Yes. Have not going not looking out my window and going oh the neighbors are out i'm gonna have to talk to them (laughs) just to mow the yard (laughs) i mean we have neighbors here yeah but i don't i it's not it's different when they're not right on top of me and and you do the farmer wave right and that's enough yep and the neighbors here are not going to tell you about the 15 classes and camps that their kids are in expecting you to tell them what camps your kids are in right 
Oh, your kids aren't in those camps? Right. Yeah. Right. It's a conversation of my four-year-olds playing chess as <laughs> our four-year-old shoves oh, an M&M up their nose. Like, Can I tell that story? Yeah. Complete side note. I, I worked for a manufacturing company. I believe you may have told this story. Did already. I tell this story? Okay. Maybe. Well, then I won't tell it again. I don't remember for sure, but it feels comment, like Comment. Leave us a comment. If you want to know about um, the chess club kid and my kid and my, and my parent shame, just leave a comment or shoot me a text or whatever, and we'll include it in in a future episode and as a side note this was way before faith walking so our response oh, was not no it was way before to be. no it was not not good had, not had it happened now it would be very different it'd be, be a little different it'd be a little different it'd be different <laughs> anyway okay yeah so what about you um i don't know man i don't know you know amber i think what's true about me is i like new you would change every month if I, I would, let you. Yeah. I, I would move every year if I could. Mm-hmm. I like new. I like new places. I like new people. Yeah. Um, I like new challenges. Yeah. I like new. Yeah. I like exploring new places and exploring new restaurants. and uh, I like food. We like food. We like food. Um, yeah. Yeah, I like new. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think... I think intellectually with my head I want to be by stuff but I think Mm -hmm. with my heart I just don't know that I could trade the pace Mm -hmm. I don't know that I could trade the sitting and looking at the stars I just don't know that I want to give it up right and yeah I don't know what that means but um, I want to go somewhere warm can I say that you yes let's go south yes small town south but not too far south Arkansas do they have snakes there? They have snakes everywhere, honey. Some snakes are more tolerable than others. Uh, well, and I say that meaning uh, I can chop off their heads easier because <laughs> I don't like them. Okay. <laughs> uh, turns out your community event this week is not Save the Snakes Rally. <laughs> no. God, God made them, honey, and said that they were good. <sighs> Anyway. You, s- you say that now when you're not faced with one. Oh, granted, I, I'm going to scream like a baby when I see one. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It'd be hard for me to, to think about not having... I mean, our dog just walked in the room. Like, our dog just hangs out in the yard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It'd be hard to say a small town isn't where I would want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Smallish. Smallish. Small to mid. Like a coffee shop, though. Yeah. Wow. Well. Anyway, all right. Well, thanks, Amber. This has been a fun exercise to yeah. relive some of our experiences yeah. in our different the, pla- the different places that we've lived. It's kind of fun to reflect back on those. So thanks for doing it. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. For, uh, for what? You made it to the last segment of the podcast. Oh. <laughs> you and our listeners made it to the end. Oh, boy. Congratulations. I um, thought maybe you'd put that at the very end, after the credits. <laughs> People don't know there's credits. Come on now. They don't, but they should. They so should. A little Easter egg for them. little Easter egg in the credits. Anyways. Anyways, it's time for What You're Reading. Yes. Amber, What You're Reading. So, I... 
just finished. It was a super quick audiobook, like 20 minutes, super quick. Um, but it was kind of interesting. Um, it was called Unspeakable, the Tulsa Race Massacre um, by Carol Boston Weatherford and Floyd Cooper. And it was a really high level introductory um, story um, book written about the Tulsa Race Massacres um, that happened in in 1921 um, and I, I read previous books that have mentioned that so I was looking for just more information and more um, perspective on that so this was a super super quick read that gave just a really high level overview and some some uh, insight as to kind of what happened in the Tulsa Race Massacre and and kind of what what they have done trying to do some reconciling um, for that being that it's you know 100 years later so yeah it was it was a super quick read super um, I did an audiobook so it was a super quick listen but what was it called again unspeakable unspeakable mm-hmm yep so you, you recommend it I would recommend it why was it so quick I don't know. I'm not sure why it was so quick, but you think you only got like the intro? No, no, it it was just a quick read. Hmm. So I don't know. So I'm looking for a little bit more. Um, another book that's going to give me a little bit more insight into that, but mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. haven't found that one yet. So okay, yeah, yeah. cool. So Kurt, what's you reading or listening to? Yep. So I'm going to give you a listening to. Okay. Um, and I actually have started uh, listening to the January 6th hearings. Mm, okay, um, okay. I have some car time. Uh-huh. And I started... So I, so I knew these were going on. Uh-huh. They've been going on for almost a month. Uh, they no, let me say that again. They started almost a month ago. Okay. Um, and I knew they were going on. Uh -huh. so, so January 6th... Let me back up. January 6th meaning the hearings and sort of giving the findings of the committee that looked at the the in, the the attack on the capitol on January mm -hmm. 6, 2021. Mm -hmm. uh, so I knew this was going on for about a month, uh, but I didn't really pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. I, f I think we, no, not we, I, I thought I kind of understood what happened. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, I probably know what I need to know. I'm not going to spend any time sure. listening to this. Yeah. I listened to a podcast um, that answered the question, why should people care? Um, and why should people listen to it? Um, a podcast called Good Faith. Interesting. Yeah. Good Faith got into this a little bit. This is David French and oh, okay. Curtis Chang. Okay. And they they kind of made this point of like the NBA finals just got done and more people watched the NBA finals than are watching the January 6th hearings. Okay. Um, and they made a case of why it's important. Um, okay. Historically, why it's important that we know what happened and, and why. So so I've been listening to these. I'm, I'm a couple in. They're long and, mm -hmm. and they are... 
they are kind of, you know, formal, right? Sure. And, sure. You know, pursuant to this statute, I give the floor, right? It's very formal. It's legal. It's very it's legal. It's legal. It's a hearing. Hearing, yeah. Uh, no one's being convicted. No one's being, you know, tried. It's just mm -hmm. hearings. And it it's really quite quite interesting um i think i think good faith podcast was right i think historically speaking i think it's a good idea to listen to these hmm. interesting um you know i, I don't want to get into like the sides there's obviously sure. sides and right this this story this event has been so politically charged from mm -hmm. the moment that it happened right but from what i can tell the the listening that I've done, like it really is a hearing. It's here. Here's the data. Here's the facts. Mm -hmm. Here's the video clips. Here's the audio clips. Here are the interviews with people under oath, mm -hmm. right? Um, the people that were there, the people that were a part of the leading up to it. So, uh -huh. yeah. So I'd recommend. It. I, I found it. I found. I found it as a podcast. As in, mm -hmm. uh, it's it's a a news show podcast if you search it on spotify you can find them sure um yeah so i'm kind of weeding through that and i actually really enjoy it oh cool i would recommend i i'm not political i'm not patriotic you know this right um and i think it's pretty important mm -hmm. to listen to mm -hmm. yeah cool so that's what i'm reading sweet thanks for sharing yeah well amber this has been pretty fun just sitting yeah. out here it has so nice. I, it's nice to hear the trains go by and these kids giggling out in the background. And yep. So we're, we're going to enjoy this a little more. Sounds good. Until next time. Until next time. The Date Night Podcast was written and presented by Amber and Kurt. Produced by Kurt and Amber. Intro music and interlude selected by Amber and Kurt. Editing by Kurt and Amber. Logo and thumbnail created by Amber and Kurt. Research and fact-checking done by Kurt and Amber. This has been a production of Amber and Kurt. <laughs>